The verse today will be from Acts 13, verses 1 to 5, and you should find it on page 1045 of the Church Bibles. Now in the church at Antioch there were prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Simeon called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Manaean, who had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. While they were worshipping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. So after they fasted and prayed, they placed their hands on them and sent them off. The two of them sent on their way by the Holy Spirit, went down to Seleucia and sailed from there to Cyprus. When they arrived at Salamis, they proclaimed the word of God in the Jewish synagogues. John was with them as their helper. This is the word of the Lord. Yes, hello. Welcome, Edith. And... If you don't know, I'm Jane, I'm the Children and Families Minister here, so I'm not renowned for my deep theological talks at all, um, but they are usually memorable for something. Hopefully today won't let you down. Now, I was thinking, it's half-term, isn't it? Celebration of half-term? Yay! No packed lunches for two weeks? Yay! No alarm clocks for well, a few days, anyway. But half-term, often on half-term, we often go on some journeys, don't we? And I'm pretty sure, having seen Edith's baptism sheet, that some people have come on a journey here. I'm looking at godparents because I saw an island address. Is that right? So I know there's been some journeys. So today we're going to carry on with our journey through Acts. Um, but I was thinking about what do you pack if you're going on a journey? What would you need to take with you if you're going on a journey? What would I take? Anyone got any ideas? Hannah, what would you take? Clothes. Has anyone got any spare clothes then that we can pack? Anyone got spare clothes? Oh, we've got a jumper. Yep, a little cardigan. That's lovely, but I'd never get in it. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, Megan. A few jumpers. Okay, a few jumpers. Oh, excellent. Can I have another shoe so I don't have to hop? A shirt. Excellent. We've got some things. Okay, what else would we need to take? Oh, I'm dropping things already. What else would we need to take if we were going on a journey? What would you take, Philip? Food. Food. Anyone? Oh, this is sounding better. Who's got some food? Food? A banana. That would do. Okay, I like bananas. I'm quite happy. Excellent. What else would you take on a journey? What? Anybody? Any more food? Anyone got any chocolate hidden? That would be really good. What else would you take? Pardon? passport we're not going that far okay I think it's very unlikely anyone's going to have a passport here just at the moment okay oh biscuits we might have a passport biscuits yep biscuits oh oh have we got anything to put them in have we got a bag or anything we can put them in because my arms are starting to ache have you got a bag Benjamin where oh a little oh we got a little bag here that's good excellent pass it forward Okay, see, the problem is we're sitting in the front row. You suddenly find yourselves involved in the talk as well. Excellent, brilliant, thank you. So we've got lots of things we can take on our journey, haven't we? Now, I wonder, I wonder... You've got spare shoes? I'll tell you what, just keep them on for now. Because I don't know when you last washed your feet, so just keep them on. Okay, so we've got lots of things we can take with us on our journey. Thanks, Benjamin. Now, I wonder... Okay, I love audience participation, but I'm never going to get a word out at the moment. Fab, thanks, Benjamin. Okay, seriously, though, if your kids make a noise, really don't worry about it. 
I'll go with the flow. So, we've got... But, you know, journeys are hard sometimes, aren't they? Because I don't know about in your families, but in our family, we can't ever quite agree on where we want to go. Because, if the truth be known, Lucy and I would happily go to a different shopping centre every single day in the half-term holidays with a different coffee shop somewhere different for lunch. We'd be quite happy. But if I said that to my husband and my son, my son's 15 and my husband's a fairly typical man when it comes to shopping, they wouldn't be that keen. And the other thing is, if I even happened to mention the I word, they'd be horrified. Anyone know what the I word is? Guess? Ikea. Ikea, spot on. <laughs> They would be horrified if they knew about Ikea. So we keep that one a little surprised. I usually bribe them with the meatballs. <laughs> but the thing is, in this journey in Acts, I wonder if Barnabas and Saul had time to pack their bags. I don't know. Did they? Who knows? So let's have a little think. Because often when, when God calls someone to something, he doesn't always just call that one individual. It has that ripple effect, doesn't it? It has that knock-on effect for different people. And the problem is, it's quite hard sometimes. Now, if the truth be known, I was a bit cross with God because a while ago he called one of my best friends, one of my closest friends that I'd known for years and had supported me loads in church and in my life in general. And I was really quite cross that he called Paulette to ministry. I was happy with the ordination training bit. She could go and do that. That didn't really affect me too much. But I wasn't very happy when he called her to go off to another church. Because actually she was my friend. And I liked seeing her every Sunday. So I wasn't very happy with that. But actually, as it happened, yesterday I went and worked with her in her new church where she's curate. And actually I could see that she was very loved and very happy. So, okay, God, I'll give you that one but not too many more. Okay, so it does have a knock-on effect, doesn't it? It's not always plain sailing when we get called by God. But you see, Barnabas and Saul, they were... I wonder if they were expecting it, because they were fasting, weren't they? They were worshipping God. And when I say fasting, what do you think of immediately as fasting? Immediately, I think of no food. Okay, that's bad, isn't it? No food. I immediately think, if I've got to fast for God, I've got to go without food. But there are other better ways. Not sure I should say better. There are other alternative ways. You could fast from social media. Michelle, that would be a nightmare for us, wouldn't it? You know, it's not good. You could fast from Facebook. How awful would that be? You could fast from watching a certain TV programme. The idea about fasting is that fasting is about deeply seeking God. And by fasting, it frees up time to deeply seek God. So I think maybe they had some expectation that there was, there was a calling, there maybe was a journey, it happened. Sometimes when we're called, I would say it's accidentally. We just suddenly get options. We suddenly have things happen in front of us. But sometimes it's purposeful. And I don't really know whether Barnabas and Saul were particularly purposeful. I'm really sorry to say, Keith and David, that when the Holy Spirit went and purposefully called Barnabas and Saul, I'm really sorry. I don't think he delivered them a set of strategy papers with it. 
Okay, I don't think he had any long-term plan. He just knew God was just saying to them, go. He wasn't giving them spiritual mapping statistics and all those sorts of figures that we often look for. There was no great research behind it, possibly. He just said, go. That's a lot of faith, isn't it? You need a lot of trust to do that. I've only ever been trained to do one thing in life. It wasn't to be a mum. It wasn't to be a wife. The only thing I've ever been trained to do in life is to be a nurse, which was great at the time, but it's of no use to me really now, quite frankly. So my training is limited to what I could possibly use it for. But the thing is, when you have the Holy Spirit tapping on your shoulder and calling you, you don't always have the training there ready, do you? Sometimes we have to make it up a bit as we go along. So, I thought we'd have a little think about how Barnabas and Saul worked. So, we're going to have a little we're going to have a little challenge. We all like a little challenge, don't we? I need one youngish person, one slightly older in between age person and one slightly more grown up. Hannah, you can be first. Okay, one I just need Megan, and I need one adulty. You can help in a minute, Benjamin. I need an adult, and if no one... Excellent. Right. Okay, now, my able assistants are going to empty this out, just on the floor there, and then you can go and sit down. Cool. Can you just come here for me? If you three could just stand on here. And that would be great. Right. You've got... Oh, it's holy, isn't it? Okay. You've got 30 seconds to build the tallest tower you can. She won't need a drink in this time. Okay, ready? So, three, two, one, go. I'm going to watch. You watch, that's a good plan. I'm going to watch here. Good. If you can't see and you're, at the and you're at the back and you want to see, you can stand up. At the moment, I would say Megan and Hannah are winning. I'm not sure Godparent has good building brick skills. You might need to find, go to an alternative Godparent for that one. Oh, no, 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 we're there. Ooh, keep going, you've got to keep going. You have to keep building. It's like it is like Jenga. Oops, a daisy. Megan's had a little accident. Okay. Oh. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Stop. Okay, not bad. Now, okay, you can all go and pick one person to come and help you. Okay, so you quickly. One person to help. Okay, one person to help. Megan's got Maddie, Martha's there, and Hannah's got her mum coming. Okay, so 30 seconds, and we need to see if you can get it taller as part of a team. Three, two, one, go. Very quiet, isn't it? Whoops, a daisy. That's it, Martha, keep going. Oh, go on, another one. Oh, yes. Come on, Martha, you can get one. 
ball on top, I'm sure. Three, two, one. Stop. Okay, stop again. They're okay, aren't they? You're doing well. You're working in teams well. Okay, so the last part, the last 30 seconds is with a bit of encouragement. So this third, you are cheering for Becky and Hannah. Okay, got that? Middle third, you're cheering for Megan and Maddie. You lot over there are shouting for Martha and Holly. Okay, so we're only going to have 10 seconds this time, I think. Ready? Three, two, one, go! are very varying heights. We've got one really tall one by the middle section, ably led by Megan and Maddie. Woo! Holly and Martha did really well. They've gone for the very tall, thin approach. And Becky, and I, I don't think you shouted loud enough over there, frankly. They're a bit short and wide, but it's good. Okay, thank you, guys. Okay, you can go and sit back down. So apart from the fact that it was a bit of fun, what we can see is working in teams is good. You've got each other there for support, haven't you? When things fall down, you can actually help each other get back up again. And Barnabas, I just had to do that encouraging thing because I love Barnabas. He's brilliant. He is an encourager, isn't he? Barnabas is the one in the Bible that says, yes, we can do this. Come on. And don't you need someone like that sometimes when you think you can't go any further? Don't you think that? I do. I certainly know when I think, do you know, I can't do this. Someone that says, yes, I can do that really helps. You need encouragement. You need support. And that's the best thing. That's some of the really good news in this is that God sends us in pairs. God doesn't always send us off as individuals, does he? He often sends people together. Recently in this church, we've sent Steve off, haven't we? Steve is our vicar who left us only probably about a month ago now. But when Steve went, I'm sure that he was a bit like, had that call from the Holy Spirit. And I know Steve didn't find it easy to go. I know Steve found it quite hard. But when Steve went, we laid hands on him, we prayed, we commissioned him. And we've done that with lots of other people. We've done that with Paulette when she went off to do her curacy. We've done that with church wardens when they moved to Oxford. Why they'd want to go there, I don't know, but they did. But we've done that with so many people. And the thing is, I think the message from today's story is actually that God is actually kind of commissioning all of us to go. Because what we need to do, while we haven't got Steve and we haven't got his vacancy replacements, while well, we don't know who's going to come here, is firstly to be excited, because it is exciting. God does things that is it, are very exciting. But also, we need to really encourage each other. We need to be pulling together. 
We need to be, be like Barnabas to each other and say, come on, Cecil, we're really good at this. Come on, let's be together. Let's have fun together. Lots of us are going to be off on a journey very soon, aren't we, to Ashburnham? Who's coming to Ashburnham? Woo! Few people. There's lots of us going to Ashburnham, and that's going to be a really exciting time for our church to be together. That's our church weekend away, if you're wondering what that funny word is. But we all go away for a weekend. And we do do some learning, but we do an awful lot of eating and laughing and fellowship too. And kids, we're going to do a lot of mud there as well. So from this story, from this passage, life is full of journeys. It was full of journeys for Barnabas and Saul. And we know as we carry on reading through Acts that there's going to be lots more journeys that God moves Barnabas and Saul too. But we have full of, our life is full of journeys. And just like Sarah said earlier, Edith, it's like Edith today has been had her first commissioning. She's one of God's kids now. That's a great feeling. And many of us here, all of us here, are God's kids too. So who knows when God's going to commission one of us to go off and do something new and do something different. The only thing I've learned in my time as children and families minister, or even before that, when I was working in the office here, the only thing I've learned is never to second-guess God. Because however unlikely you think something is, God has a habit of changing things when you're not expecting it. So let's be Barnabases to each other. Let's be encouragers. And let's keep going on that journey together. Amen. <laughs>